Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast. It is podcast number 46, closing it in on number 50. Wow. Yeah, getting there. Getting there. Cool. Um, I made a mistake last podcast. I didn't make a mistake last podcast, but I made a mistake regarding the last podcast. I just uploaded the audio version of that today. Oh. So that's a the audio version of that is a week late. I do apologize. Uh, I won't make that mistake this time. Okay. This podcast. Sometimes I remind you. <laughs> A lot of people remind me. It's because it's <laughs> it's a completely separate upload process than YouTube, so I always forget it. Right. So, yeah. So you just got back in town. You were traveling, I and uh, I was down in the United States of America. Yeah, we were able to connect here for this one. It's been a pretty slow week for me and the channel in general. I only filmed two videos while you were gone, and one's not even posted yet. I haven't even had time to mm-hmm. finish editing it and uploading it. But we can talk a little bit about your trip, uh, maybe at the end of the podcast. Sure. If that's okay. Yeah. And because there was a lot of hockey to talk about, there's this was the first official full week of the NHL, and holy crap, there were some amazing <laughs> games every single night. Like, sometimes they were competitive, really close overtime games. Sometimes it was 8-2 and, or 7-2, or what, like, the scoring is is out of, out of the world here this week or so far to this season. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later. But first, I want to hit you with some facts. Okay. Now, some of these you might know, you might have heard on Twitter or whatever, but I know some of, some of them you haven't. So, are you ready? Hit I've me. got like six, five, five or six facts here for hit you. Hit me. All right. This is the second time in NHL history that six Canadian teams won on the same day, and I'm talking about yesterday. It's only the second time in history. First time was 1989. Yes. So you did know that. I did know that. All right. <laughs> yeah. So here's the second one. Ottawa is still paying Dion Funov $1.75 million a season. I saw that too. Yeah. So <laughs> yesterday, um, Ottawa was playing LA. Cody Cece didn't play in that game. So that meant that in the in the Ottawa versus LA game last night, Dion Funov was the highest paid Ottawa Senators defenseman. <laughs> <laughs> and he was playing for the other team. And he was playing for the other team. And didn't he almost, didn't the puck go off him into the net in one of the goals? I'm not sure. I don't know. Obviously, he can't get credited for the goal, but he had... I guess not. He, <laughs> but that's comical. It is. And L.A. got pasted, too. Yeah, 5-1. <laughs> yeah, good job, Ottawa. <laughs> Way to make a comeback, Dion. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Blackhawks are the first team in NHL history to start the season with five consecutive OT games. First team in history. I did not know that. Yes, there you go. You learned something. That's pretty at least. cool. Uh, the Leafs have started four and zero on the road. The last time they, they did this, when I guess the year nineteen sixty seven, nineteen ninety three. Oh, oh yeah, that's another, another good, good year for yeah, them. Another Very good year good for year. them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the last one I have here is uh, the Red Wings are winless in their first five games this season. When's the last time that happened? Two thousand six. 1980. I have no idea. 1980. Wow. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. That's a very long time ago. It's like 38 years ago or mm. something like that. So, wow. Those are all the facts I have. I just, I like to I like to browse. I like facts. So, <laughs> Oh, those are good. Those are great internet. facts. I'm actually really excited for this podcast because I, I want to talk about a lot of things that, there are a lot of great news outlets out there that share great stories mm-hmm. and good facts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes there's not one place where you can go to get it, get everything. And I kind of feel like this specific podcast is going to be 
that. There's some good information here from multiple sources. Cool. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I know you have, you're about to say something. So. Well, I was just uh, going to relate. Just I, I, Actually, I wanted to ask you for a piece of paper. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> yeah, I have some notes I want to make. I don't have any notes because I, and you'll, I guess, hear a little bit about the trip later, but I got back uh, at midnight last night, and, uh, you know, it's now the day after the night before. So. Yeah. Uh, I did watch, though. I listened to the Montreal game on the radio all the way home because it was dark by the time the last three or four hours of the trip was underway, mm -hmm. and I could pick up TSN 690 mm -hmm. out of Montreal very well. So I listened to the game, and I couldn't wait to see the game uh, today. So I, I got up this morning, and I, I had PVR'd the game, so I watched it this morning, all of it. And uh, I won't say anything more. We'll get to that game. Mm. I'm uh, not going to go through the game by game, so if you want to talk about it now, you can. Okay, I will. It was amazing. <laughs> um, Good comeback. Yeah, a great comeback. Pittsburgh got off to a nice two nothing lead in the end of the first period. It well deserved to. They made some. They had some really great plays. They had some great plays. And Montreal was just uh, listless. They didn't seem to have any controlled, any determined possession of the puck in the first period. They mm. were just chasing guys around. Uh, at one point, Pittsburgh scored on a one-on-four breakaway, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was sad. Um, but the second period was unbelievable, and, and the first intermission on TSN 690, so some of the guys were on talking about what needed to be done, and mm -hmm. and they come out in the second period, and Brennan Gallagher scores 11 seconds in, mm -hmm. makes it 2-1, and then it's on after that. Uh, two more goals a few minutes later, it becomes 3-2 Montreal. LA does tie it up on a power play late in the period, or later in the period. And it goes into the third 3-3, three, three, scoreless third period. There's goal post got hit. Mm -hmm. uh, went into overtime. Goal Max Domi hit a goal post in overtime mm -hmm. after a beautiful feed from Drew. And uh, he said bad words after that. <laughs> you couldn't see it on the TV replay, but the radio guys were saying uh, the first word started with the same letter as starts the word fruit, and the second word was me. Oh, Okay. <laughs> And he looked into the sky, apparently, and said that. I uh, see, yeah. Anyhow, I got you. And then, of course, there was the shootout, mm -hmm. uh, which I thought, okay, we're done. We've got Niemi, who's not really played a game yet, and uh, he's he's our guy in the net. I think, and, uh, I think the first two shooters were Malcolm and Crosby, yeah. I think. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, he outweighed Malcolm. Like, yeah. Niemi is good side to side, really good. And Malcolm went, Malcolm went down the right-hand, or left-hand side, uh, goalie's right, and just tried to wait out Niemi, and Niemi waited him out. Mm. And by the time he got some kind of position, he had run out of uh, run out of net. Both teams played their backup goalies. Mm -hmm. uh, Murray's injured. I'll talk. A, I'll make a note on that a little bit, a little bit later. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty good game. Did you see the Dallas, uh, or did you hear about the Dallas Anaheim game? I did not. Do you know how many shots Dallas had in, in the second period? I have no idea. Thirty. Oh, in one period. In one period. <laughs> That's usually good for a whole game. The last team to do that was Montreal against someone in 2017. I can't remember. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. Um, yeah, anyways, <laughs> I, I want to talk about some points, that basically the point totals of where we're at right now in the season as far as players. Mm -hmm. So Austin Matthew, 14 points in six games. <laughs> like, come on. And do you know what his shooting percentage is at? I have no idea. He's taken 20 shots so far this season. He, he scored 10 goals, 50%. He's shooting at 50% right now. That's crazy. Uh, Morgan Riley, 13 points in six games. Patrice Bergeron, 11 points in five games. Jonathan 
Tavares uh, 10 points in six games and Sebastian Ajo 10 points in six games. Wow. So that's the top five right there. Mm -hmm. Do you know as a trend? Other uh, than that, three of them are from Toronto. That's not what I'm talking about. No. All East players. Oh, yeah. All Eastern Conference players, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. If you look at some stats from the teams, the um, power play, the Dallas Stars are at 54.5% on the power play. The Penguins were at 50 last night going into the game, and on the, uh, I guess, the 11th power play, because they were 5 for 10, mm -hmm. they, on the 11th power play against Montreal, they scored again. So they're over 50. Oh, wow. Good yeah. for them. Mm -hmm. Penalty kill, Tampa Bay, 100%. In three games. Pittsburgh, too. Uh, no. No? No, they're not. Oh, I thought they hadn't no. let one in. Okay, sorry. Colorado Avalanche, 95.7% in five games, which is even more impressive, I think. Wow. So those are the top two in penalty kill. Mm -hmm. So there's been some high-scoring games. Why do you think that is? There's no defense. There's no goaltending. <laughs> <laughs> in my personal opinion, I think it's because there are a lot of roster changes uh, over the summer. And there's also a lot of younger guys getting chances early in the season by teams. So you're there's a lot of guys playing with guys they've never played with before. There's We're still only, what, I think the team has played the most amount of games have played six. This That's nothing. That's a drop in the bucket in the season. Guys are still getting used to playing with each other and creating the chemistry and stuff. So there's going to be defensive lapses, and that's why we're seeing these 8-2 games and 6 nothing games. And, and we see it every year. There's high-scoring games near the beginning of the season, and then yeah. things starting to tighten up um, a couple weeks in. But it's exciting. And, mm -hmm. I mean, it's exciting hockey. Yeah. When you see Tampa Bay go out and score eight goals uh, and then Boston do it in the exact same night in a different game, you're like, heck yeah, <laughs> I love hockey. So I'm, I'm for it. I like the high-scoring. And uh, I know a lot of people who aren't for it. Which, which, one are, which team do you play for? Do I play for? Oh, do I run and gun high scoring? Yeah. Or the tight? I love high scoring. Yeah, me too. I, I like seeing the net get filled. Yeah. Uh, one of my complaints about soccer most of my life was that there was no scoring. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons why I found it boring. Mm -hmm. Only now am I starting to understand the game a little bit better <laughs> and I can enjoy a zero, zero draw, mm -hmm. but not enjoy it nearly as much as a four, four draw. <laughs> we almost saw a zero, zero draw, uh, not draw, but a zero, zero game. Uh, Philadelphia and Vegas mm -hmm. the other night. One nothing. Yesterday, yeah. yeah. So it's crazy how you can have a one nothing game and then another game be 8 2. Yeah. Or two other games be 8 2, I think. So it's just crazy. Mm -hmm. Now, I have a qu some, some questions for you. Oh. Test your knowledge. Two teams have let in 22 goals so far. Who are they? What teams? What, what are those two teams? I'm going to guess one of them's Toronto. One of them is Toronto. Because yes. they just, they can fill the other team's net, but they kind yep. of forget about their own. The other team, I have no idea. Detroit. Oh, okay. They're struggling. That makes yeah. sense, yeah. Okay, another one. <clears throat> Four teams have scored 22 goals or more. Who are they? Toronto. Correct. Uh, Boston. Correct. Um, Carolina. Correct. And there's only one more team. There's to pick one more, from. yeah. <clears throat> I'm out of gas. I don't know. Chicago. Oh, really? Yeah, good for, <clears throat> good, good for them, too. Excuse me. Wow. Here's some interesting news. Okay. I'm not sure if you heard this. <laughs> you know who Jer Jeremy Jacobs is um, from Boston? 
I've heard the name, but yeah. I, I couldn't pick him out of a so lineup. He's, uh, Jeremy Jacobs of the Boston Bruins has come out and said that the NHL is missing a team in Houston. They have the they have an arena. They have the population requirement. Um, they have they're a sports city. Um, they would have uh, potential rivalries for sure. They have a hockey history, and they have a likely willing owner. They have all of the pieces put in place to take the next step forward and getting an NHL team. And uh, he's an advocate for this, and he wants it to happen. So mm-hmm. we might see a team in Houston sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. It likely doesn't mean expansion because yeah. that really complicates things in the mm-hmm. NHL. We're looking at 33 teams at that point once Seattle joins the picture. So we're probably looking at relocation. Who do you think? I think based on what the easiest thing to do as far as alignment and to fix a lot of problems is Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Because you take them from the Pacific, you move them to Houston. <clears throat> then the Pacific has eight teams. The Central has eight teams. The Atlantic has eight teams, and the Metro has eight teams. You got thirty-two teams. It's the perfect scenario. Mm-hmm. So that sucks for Arizona fans, but honestly, it's the it's the perfect the math setup works. for the NHL. Yeah, yeah. Mathematically, it's yeah, it's mm-hmm. the best. Um, just to hit on some few milestones here, uh, Jason Spezza is closing in on nine hundred points. Wow, he's at eight ninety-one. So good for him. Not a huge Spezza fan, but I thought I'd mention that mm-hmm. for sure. Deserves some recognition. Uh, Jonathan Quick is closing in on 300 wins. He's currently at 293. Now, that's a good segue into my next topic is injuries. Do you know what all the injured goalies? Not all of them, no. Jonathan Quick. Yeah. Roberto Luongo. Right. Didn't know about that one. Matt Murray. Matt Murray knew about that one. And (coughs) do you think it's fluke or do you think some of these new goaltender pad or inside, uh, equipment regulations have something to do with the injuries because they're getting smaller now. I, I I would find a hard theory to, to support that, frankly. I, yeah, I agree. I, I think early injuries early in the season are likely due to uh, conditioning or lack of conditioning uh, due to just getting used to things in the, you know, back in the flow of the game after three months off. Mm-hmm. I... I think it's as much to do with that as anything else. Uh, but conditioning is a big thing. And with goalies, I, I, I would expect that it's even odder to, to try to find a, a good way to be in shape because goalies do a lot of unnatural movements. They're flipping and flopping. and Yeah, it's kind of hard to prepare yourself physically for Yeah, <laughs> like you can't do a Tim Thomas workout and just go out and lay in the ice and flop around for an hour. Like that's Donald Cassick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's some of that too. And I think you know, once the the season goes on and they build up a little more muscle mass around their joints and, yeah. and tendons and things, maybe they're a little more resilient on that stuff. Mm. Uh, Carey Price missed last night, but it wasn't an injury. He had the flu. So that was his. Apparently. Uh, yeah. Oh, you don't believe that? I don't know. I'd, do you believe anything Montreal management says to the media or the oh, you, got a, you got a good point. <laughs> Not I don't really. trust anything that they say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so some teams that have played some pretty good hockey this week and there have been a lot of teams but i just want to talk about four teams all right so carolina is one of them uh they're four oh and one so far this year mm-hmm. uh and they're scoring by committee i think sebastian aho has four goals there's another someone someone else on the team has four goals and the rest of it's like everyone's contributing which is awesome that's brilliant news for carolina i'm very excited for them mm-hmm. the blackhawks are three oh and two are their superstars back taves is playing good Kane's playing good yeah. Like, they're coming around. And uh, you know, and most people listening, that I'm not a big Chicago fan. 
No. But I like to see teams rebound. That's part of the story process. And mm -hmm. So I like that. I think, though, for the same reason as the goalies have injuries, uh, other players will, especially older players, your Canes, your Thorntons, people like that, they've had the whole summer off to recuperate. Maybe they weren't in the playoffs last year, mm -hmm. uh, for instance, in the case of Chicago, and they come out just blazing. And then after a couple of weeks of that going hard, if you're older, if you're in your mid-30s, things start to catch up. Oh, Thornton's already injured, so. <laughs> well, there you go, yeah. So I think it's it's a more of a wait and see for me. Mm -hmm. I, I would be I would be hesitant after five or six games to say they're back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I just wanted to get your opinion. There. Sure. Colorado, 3-1-1, one, and one, mm -hmm. basically starting, uh, uh, starting where they left off last season. They ended last season on such a high. Uh, honestly, put it to Nashville pretty good almost took them down like it was a it was a close series mm -hmm. and here they are playing the same same style of hockey that's amazing to see yeah. I'm very happy with that yeah Vancouver three two and zero off to another hot start this season this this happened last season as well and I think there were they were like eight two and oh or something last season mm -hmm. um and people were freaking out a little bit. Now, I'm excited that Vancouver is doing a little bit better than people thought, but I think the same thing's going to happen. They're going to level off in about two weeks in and start to play what they're predicted as, basically. Things will settle back to normal. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, I wore this hat, this Vancouver hat, to give them a little shout out saying, you know what? Good job playing hockey this week. I like, I like what you've done on the ice. And I do. I think they made some, some pretty smart plays. They've uh, I got to see some young talent play so well in Vancouver. Um, so it's been fun to watch the team. But um, on the other side of things, there are some teams that haven't really played that well this week. I know. Uh, Vegas, 2-4-0. and oh. mm -hmm. They've let in 19 goals in five of those games, five of those six games, 19 goals. That's not good. But uh, Marc-Andre Fleury was absolutely incredible in, in yesterday's game. Mm -hmm. He made some like yearly highlight reel saves. Uh, it, was, it was pretty crazy. Florida, 0-2-1 oh, so far. They've only played three games. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's kind it's hard to judge it's any funny. team. Both Florida and Tampa Bay, up, up until the taping of this, have only played three games each. And yeah. some teams like Toronto and... Uh, uh, forget who else. Two uh, two teams now. I think it's maybe Vegas have played six games. Yeah, and uh, it's it's kind of hard to see that or odd to see that disparity so wide between. Mm. It's hard to judge those teams have only played really, a couple games. Yeah, so it really is. Uh, Arizona one three and zero. Do you know how many goals they've scored in four games? I could look it up. I could just look to my left and see it, but I won't. Two. I don't know. What two, two games in the whole season so far? They've scored two goals in four games. Oh my goodness. Two goals in four games. <laughs> was one of them Alex Galchenyuk? I, I don't know. I don't know who scored their goals, to be honest. <laughs> I, don't I bet know. you Max Domi's happy to be where he's at. Um, right now, maybe, I think, yeah. 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 Um, just back to the Colorado thing. I, I did hear a little bit of a snip of the beginning of the game, and they were talking about how Nathan McKinnon was off to an amazing start. He already had five goals in only like a couple of games. And they said if Nathan McKinnon scores in this game, he will have, I think, tied some team record mm -hmm. set by... Mike Ritchie or Sundin or somebody way back. Anyway, the announcer just got that sentence done at the first puck drop in the first period, and 11 seconds in, Nathan McKinnon scored. 
Now, Colorado ended up losing the game in OT, but it was just like you're, they were talking about him, and he mm. went down the ice, and, and he didn't have the puck the whole way. It was a, like a tic-tac-toe thing, and he put it in. And it was like, holy smokes. That's awesome. That's incredible. Does Colorado play today? Uh, uh, no, they don't. So the games that are on today are San Jose and the Devils, and currently, as we're filming this, uh, the Devils are up, are up 3-2 with four minutes left in the third. Mm. Uh, which is interesting. Both have 32 shots on goal, so it looks like a pretty even game so far. I haven't watched a second of it, but... <laughs> um, <laughs> and also the Ducks and the Blues are going to play a game. That should be really good because the Ducks are off to a really hot start, something that I did not think that they would do, so I was completely wrong there. Mm-hmm. Blues off to a little bit of a slow start, so they're looking to kind of get into their rhythm and into their game a little bit, so that should be actually a really good game. That starts at 7 Eastern. And the Hurricanes and the Jets play at 7 Eastern as well, that's going to be a really good game mm-hmm. because right now, Winnipeg kind of looks like the underdog in this game, but overall in the past 15 months, you'd say that Carolina is the underdog. Oh, so no question. That's that's going to be an interesting game to see where that goes, mm-hmm. um, but that's those are the only games on today. Tomorrow, Los Angeles plays um, Toronto. That should be a pretty good game. Yeah, really good. Red Wings play the Canadians. That should be terrible. Um, Dallas plays Ottawa. That might be okay. And the Wild and Predators play as well. So that's that one's probably going to be a pretty good game. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Wild have have had some close games so far, uh, but they're one, one, and two, unfortunately. But um, yesterday before the Montreal game, uh, Thomas Tatar didn't have a goal, mm-hmm. and after the game. Thomas Tatar had two goals and is now leading the Montreal Canadiens in goals. <laughs> <laughs> How sad is that? Yeah. Yeah. Paul Byron has four assists. Jeff Petrie, or four points rather. Jeff Petrie has four assists uh, for Montreal. Last night, uh, it was uh, interesting uh, to, to hear the game on the radio and to hear them describe it. And then knowing all the plays that are going to happen, watch it all on television uh, the next day. And not obviously for the suspense factor. I can't believe you listened to a game and then watched the game. Yeah. I would well, never do that. I would never have done it had it not turned out the way it did. Wait, I wanted to see what what was happening because I heard it and I couldn't believe it. You're telling me that you listened to the game and then watched the game, but you didn't have time to make notes for this podcast. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I might have to plead guilty to yeah, that. Yeah, what's going on here? I made notes in here. I'm, al- I'm already done with my content. You're done with your content? Yeah, well, I've like got 23 some minutes in. I can just come out with stuff, though. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the interesting thing, and I was driving uh, probably about the, across the Confederation Bridge when this when this part happened. Mm-hmm. Overtime had come to an end, and they were just about to go into a shootout. And I got thinking to myself, okay, this is game four. Montreal already has, I think, three points in these four games, or in the three games so far. So they're at playing basically at a 50% production. If they won the game tonight in a shootout or an overtime, they would have five points on four games. That would put them on pace for 102 points this season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. But but here's the interesting thing: of the four teams Montreal has played, all are legitimate, bona fide, guaranteed playoff teams. L.A., Pittsburgh twice, and Toronto. That's true. And Montreal has extracted five points out of those four games. Yeah, that's impressive. Uh, actually, you know, when you look at it, I'm I'm a glass half full kind of guy. I have to be in the last 26 years, but uh, 
uh, that's that's way better than I thought it would be at this point. When I looked at the schedule at the beginning and saw who Montreal was playing for the first four games, I thought, well, if they can get you know a couple of overtime losses out of that and mm. get a couple of points, I'd be happy. They have five points, and I'm really happy. Yeah, definitely. One thing that uh, I got to do watching it on TV was watch Coach's Corner. And it's not something I always watch, but it was particularly funny last night. Don Cherry, they were talking about teams that go on these long winning streaks. Mm -hmm. And Don Cherry was talking about how back when he was coaching the Bruins, back in the 80s or whenever it was, they were on an 18-game winning streak. Whoa. But he still saw things in the team that he needed them to improve on because some of them were just, you know, the other team was hitting the goal, goal post or it was a fluke and it wasn't pure raw talent and skill that got them to these 18 straight games. Mm -hmm. He said, so I went into the dressing room and I went up to Jerry Cheevers and I said, you know, Jerry, it's hard to coach a team that's winning 18 games because no one listens to the coach. <laughs> and Jerry Cheevers said, what? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. He does have some pretty good stories. Yeah. The other thing they talked about was celebrations. And uh, you talked about Austin Matthews being off to such a rocking start. Mm -hmm. You saw in the game that they were playing uh, against, uh, which one was it where he was doing the, you know, the uh, Chicago. It was him and Patrick Kane, I think it was. They were kind of s scoring alternately almost. Ah. And Austin Matthews would score the goal and put his hand, glove up to his ear, you know, can I hear the cheers mm -hmm. or whatever. And then Kane scored and made fun of that, or Taves, I, I think it was Kane, scored as well and then made fun of Austin Matthews' thing. And, oh. and Austin Matthews, when he scores, sometimes he goes along and faces the glass and has both hands like, you know, give me some praise. Uh, Jerry said he didn't like any of that and figures that someone sat Austin Matthews down after some of this foolishness because in last night's game against Washington, uh, he was involved in some of the scoring plays. Mm -hmm. There was none of that. Really? None of that. It was like, yeah, okay, got it. Maybe a little fist pump and keep on going. I can probably see that. They're pretty, uh, a pretty respectful organization right now. I mean, they're not even allowed to grow facial hair. Mm -hmm. So well, He's got some. Does he? He's got a beard almost as uh, full out as yours now. So I don't know what's going on in Toronto. Oh, wait, Lou Lamorell isn't. He's gone. He's gone, right. Yeah. No, uh, Austin Matthews is... You know, working hard on it, but he's got a bit of a, a whisker on the go. A <laughs> bit of a whisker. A bit of a whisker. Hashtag a bit of a whisker. bit of a whisker. Um, did you see the Matheson dumping of Peterson uh, in the Vancouver game hmm. last night? Uh, it was pretty brutal. Didn't get called at it. Um, basically, Elias Peterson, and that's how he wants it pronounced, by the way, Peterson. Even uh, though people say Peterson. Peterson, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. They asked him... Uh, what he wanted, and he mm -hmm. he's told the reporters how he would prefer his name be pronounced, and it's Peterson. Good. So that's what I'll start calling him anyway. Uh, anyhow, he had basically deked uh, Matheson right out of his jockstrap uh, on a play. Matheson got upset that he was embarrassed by mm -hmm. him, uh, checked him, a fairly clean check behind the boards, but then he basically grabbed him with his glove and threw him down WWE style right onto the ice and he landed back. He actually has a head injury. Pedersen, really? Pedersen is out with a head injury. No way. And it was not called at the time, but the the league is apparently looking at it and there may be a conversation. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah. Uh, so he's got quite a history, this Matheson, of being quite a bruiser. So huh. anyway, that was uh, unfortunate, but uh, I, I saw it and I had to watch the replay a couple of times. To At first I thought, well, it's just, he just fell down. Mm. He didn't just fall down. He was thrown to the ice. Oh, I need to see this now. Yeah, you do. Mm. Very yeah. interesting. Yeah. All right. So that's my little tidbit. <laughs> Got anything else written down there in your makeshift notes? 
Well, I just got the paper a minute ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing true. my best, man. Um, I'd like to go over the actual standings of the divisions. Sure. If that's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, division by division. Because it's, int- it's, it's really interesting. Uh, I mean, if you're, if you're aware of how these standings played out in the past three or four years, then it is a bit comical to look at this. In the Atlantic, uh, tr- uh, Toronto's first. Second is Boston. Third is Buffalo. Fourth is Montreal. Uh, fifth is Ottawa. Sixth is Tampa. Seventh is Detroit. And eighth is Florida. Now, not all these teams have played the same amount of games. Yeah. Florida's played three. Tampa Bay's played three. Uh, so there's, you know, there's going to be a little bit of, things will level a little bit. But Buffalo, five games. Mm-hmm. Six points in five games. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I'm wearing this jersey. I love watching Buffalo now. Did you see Skinner last night? Or I did. Yesterday? That, that top shelf, that oh roof, roof daddy was unreal yeah. that, that he popped there. That was great. Crazy. Did you see Kuznetsov's I did not. Goal? No. It was like, I think the NHL tweeted, can, can someone tell us a name for this goal? Because we can't think of anything. Like, he was at the side of the net at a sh- very shallow angle, and he had the puck, and he was looking for a pass. And oh, as yes. he looked. I did see that. It's crazy. It was a no look. Yeah. Right drilled it. Perfect. Everybody was uh, not expecting that. Yeah, it was perfect. Especially the goalie. Yeah, crazy. Um, Kessel got a beauty. He did. He did, yeah. Uh, last night, a beauty. Mm. And it was, he basically had all four or five Canadians players in that area looking elsewhere. He has one of the best shots in the league. Unreal. Sure. That that When that pass went to him and he just, that no one even saw him there. Mm. It was really something. Very impressive. Yeah. In the Metropolitan Division, Carolina is first. What? Columbus is second. And they're not just first. They're nine points. They're three points ahead of Columbus. They're three points clear. <laughs> well, like, yeah. And, and they both played the same amount of games. Like, Justin Williams looks like he's 10 years younger. Mm-hmm. He was involved in almost every single play uh, that resulted in a goal recently. Like, he's, he's doing really well. Yeah. So Carolina's first. Columbus is second. Uh, Pittsburgh's third. Washington is fourth. New Jersey is fifth. The Islanders are sixth. Philadelphia is seventh. And the Rangers are our eighth probably predictable i think we both had the rangers pretty far down mm-hmm. on the list mm-hmm. the game or the highlights that i saw from the rangers um most recent game zibanejad was unbelievable i think he hit the post twice he scored a goal he was everywhere mm-hmm. uh, so at least that's good news i guess for them Ch- check that stat in new jersey though they've only according to my sheet here they've only played two games so far oh yeah they have and they have, they're plus nine in the goals, plus and minus. <laughs> yeah, they are. So in two games, they've only allowed two goals and scored 11. <laughs> That's insane. Well, the game that they're playing right now just got over. Okay. And they've won 3-2. There you go. So that means they're... So now they're plus uh, 10. Plus 10. And let me ref- refresh this page. They've scored 14 and allowed four. So they've got six points, which means they are tied... For second. For second with Columbus, but since they've played fewer games, they're actually second. Yeah, they've only played three games and they got six points. Yeah. So there you go. Six points in three games. Jersey. They've not lost. Go Jersey. Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, Central. Nashville, eight points. Mm-hmm. First place in the division. Not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Pretty predictable there. Chicago, uh, tied actually for first place in the in the Central with eight points as well. Third is Colorado. Fourth is Dallas. Fifth is Winnipeg. Sixth is Minnesota. And seventh is St. Louis. Holy crap, this division is stacked. Like, it, as far I, as it can... It really is. All of these teams could make the playoffs this year. Yeah. This entire division, that only leaves one spot available yeah. for the Pacific Division. That's that's not unrealistic. When's the last time you, 
you saw a division where every single team could potentially make the playoffs. I don't know that that can happen though here. Why not? Oh no, I There's can't. only two wild card spots yeah, available. So So I guess two two won't make it. Yeah. But uh, it'll be unfair. They'll be the two who won't make it may have more points than the two who do from e- the exactly, other side. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And that that Damn. will be that will prove for if no one is already convinced, that'll prove that the current playoff seeding format is bonkers. And that's why I was saying this entire division could make the playoffs because my mind was still in the previous mm-hmm. version of where one played 8, two played 7, six played 3 whatever the way it should the be. way it should be yeah. yeah um so i guess that st louis who st louis ducks game that's that's huge for st louis because they're last in the division right now mm-hmm. even though they have four points and yeah they need to win that game yeah uh in the pacific anaheim is first calgary is second vancouver is third la is fourth san jose is fifth vegas is sixth edmonton is seventh and Arizona is eighth. Yeah, Vancouver and Calgary are basically in a dead, dead tie. They're both uh, mm. plus two. They have the exact same records. They both have six points, so it's kind of hard. They Vancouver has one more goal, four, and that's the only thing that splits them up. But, uh, yeah, mm. amazing. I think um, I, I'm having trouble with Calgary. Like, so, like I said that in our prediction video, mm-hmm. I don't know how to, I don't know how to predict them. They're... They're one of those teams I just can't get a gauge on, and I still can't, even after watching them. Yeah. I, and there are some Calgary fans that reacted poorly to that, I thought. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't get no respect. <laughs> it's, it's not about respect. It's nothing to do with respect. It's about yeah. a team that's a bit of a mystery. Yeah. You do, we just don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. We don't wish that they wish anything bad on them. I hope they do very well. It was almost as a compliment. Like we could, yeah. Like it wasn't, they, they could. People get triggered. <laughs> that's just the way it is. You'll never make everyone happy. That's for sure. That's that's the world of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I had someone say to me, actually, I should bring it up. It was a Twitter message. Uh, it was, I, I laughed. Uh, so someone said, do you think it's insane to say that Matthews is better than McDavid? And I said back, I would say that it's five games into the season. Like, I don't, I don't understand... <laughs> No offense to that person, if you're listening, why a, a statement like that would even be made five games into the season. Number one, they play two com- two completely different roles and playing styles uh, for two very different teams. So you can't really get, like, I don't think you could ever make the comparison that Matthews is better than McDavid or McDavid is better than Matthews. Mm-hmm. But what you got? That's the Peterson-Matheson thing. Ah. Uh, yeah, so. I need to see a replay. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it hasn't happened yet. I wish we could show this, guys. And so, sort, it, oh my, yeah. wow. So they'll go back and then they'll show the replay of, of it happening. So <clears throat> it was very innocuous when it took place. But uh, yeah, he had the first time he tried to get up, he he got wobbly and had to go down on a knee again. Wow, he's not okay. He's not okay. So they'll go back here in a second and show it. But uh, so if you haven't seen this, guys, look up the <clears throat> just go Peterson Matheson. Yeah. So he goes back. Matheson gives him a little elbow, mm. and he goes around behind the net, gives him a check that you see often, and then does that, like that slam. It wasn't too bad. You don't but think? I need to see it again. Okay. But what, what, watch the left hand. Slam him down. Like yeah, that. it was a, it was definitely uncalled for, mm. but <clears throat> he, he's young, and he only weighs about 110 pounds, so <laughs> Matheson's, what, 6'2 or 6'3, 220 pounds. So, yeah. bit of a mismatch there. I'd, 
I think the weight disadvantage has more to do with it. But uh, yeah, that, that's a, that was unnecessary to slam him down mm-hmm. head first in the ground. But um, I don't think there's going to be a suspension or anything from that. But okay. What, what do you think? think the Department of Player Safety has spoken. I think there'll be a couple games. Oh, really? I do, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't think I'd agree with it. Because <clears throat> it, uh, it was the motivation. Peterson was doing nothing to him. That's true. That, he did nothing true. to him. It's not like they got into a pushing match and one guy got a little too rough. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I get that. There was intent there. There was intent, and there was intent to get him back for what he had done to him in a hockey play. Yeah. Which was basically Deacon. Mm. Uh, and that's just, that kind of temperament doesn't belong in the game. Uh Anyway, so well, that's how people get injured, just like that. So. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and who knows how long he's out, right? And that's the last thing that Vancouver needs right now. Oh, really? Like, he because he's on fire. He's on fire. On fire. He's playing so well. Last so. year they had Besser just burst out of the gate. This year they got Peterson. This is this is an exciting team for the future. Yeah, and like in five years, this Vancouver team. Yeah. Like as soon as they get a few other things under order, and like wow, I'm. People are generally going to be scared of Vancouver in a couple mm-hmm. of years. So Here's a stat that you'll love. Last night, Thomas Plukanex played his 999th game. Yeah. <laughs> so? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of turtlenecks. That's just, that is a lot of turtlenecks. <laughs> That's, that, that is a lot of turtlenecks. Oh, good stuff. Um, I don't have anything else. I I went through my notes way faster than I thought it was going to. We're only 38 minutes into this. Well, the good news is the audio listeners will probably get two podcasts today, and they'll That's get true. Their, they'll get a good hour and a half, and uh, they'll be just right full of stuff. Yeah, video people, not so much. No, not so much. I do have some videos planned for us to film, though. Oh, okay. What are those? Um, I got a new hat. <laughs> well, hey, stop the presses. <laughs> Hold it. CNN breaking news: Neil has a new hat. That's right. Uh, it's, but it's from a team I don't have yet, so it's important. Okay. It's part of the collection. So you haven't even seen it yet. So I have not, no. I'll show it to you after this podcast. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. In fact, I'm PVRing the Talladega race right now. Yeah. But I'm st- I'm going to wait. Are you? To start Talladega so I can see your hat that's first. Awfully that's awfully nice. That's exciting. That's awfully, awfully Because nice Talladega is the best race in the year, but it's still not as cool as Neil's new hat. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> what else are we going to do? Um, I was just going to make our obligatory fake jersey video that we have to come up with every six months. Oh, yeah. People keep sending me links to, because I mentioned in a couple of videos ago that I was going to get an Adidas jersey. I just wanted to know what one I should get. And everyone's sending me links to fake jersey sites. And like, so it's time to make that fake jersey video again. Don't, I don't buy fake jerseys. I don't own mm. fake jerseys. Um, I wouldn't recommend anyone buy a fake jersey. There's nothing wrong with people who buy fake jerseys. It's just not for me. It's just, I don't want fake jerseys in my collection. Uh, so time to make a video about it yeah. again. About it again. Uh, f- there's a questionable legality for these fake jerseys. They're not necessarily always illegal, depending on how they're done or who did them, right? What do you mean? Are, are there, or are they always illegal as far as copyright trademark? Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay, I feel better about hammering them. Out. If you don't want to buy a fake jersey, <clears throat> then here's a, here's a rule of thumb. Don't send me any links to anything that's like fanatics.com, yes. Lids.com, yes. Lids.ca, yes. Sportcheck.ca, yes. Prohockeylife.com, yes. Dicksportinggoods.com, yes. NHL.com. NHL.com, yes. Like established businesses with retail stores as well as online uh, presence. Like don't send me links... And I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just saying, like, 
help me help you. Yeah. So, Don't send me links to official NHL um, shopstore.com like that looks like it was made by a seven year old in 1992. Like, come on. Like, so I think it's it might be important, and, and maybe the viewers are more sophisticated than I am when it comes to things. But when you say fake jerseys, it's, it's probably important, at least from my understanding, to distinguish fake jerseys from authorized replica jerseys versus real game-worn type jerseys. Well, you can't, game-worn jerseys aren't. Or, or game-wearable game jerseys. Like, if you go on a site and you see an Adidas jersey for $49 with a name on the back, chances are it's a fake jersey. And by chances, I mean 99.99% mm -hmm. it's a fake jersey. Like, you're not going to find an Adidas jersey unless it's, like, right now, if you want a James Neal Vegas Golden Knights jersey, and you get, get one for 100 bucks away or home, uh, home so white or dark mm -hmm. on fanatics.com there you go that's a great deal if you want um what else is on sale for if you want a john Tavares adidas jersey i think it's 120 bucks on fanatics like there are good deals on adidas jerseys but not for 49 dollars mm -hmm. like that's really rare the ranger jerseys that i have the miller adidas one was on dick sporting goods for 59 dollars and that was like that was an insane deal. That was, you're not going to find this every day. This is once in a year kind of thing. So mm -hmm. chances are, if you're on a site where every jersey is $49 and it looks listed as, as Adidas, that's fake. Um, so just do your research. Make sure that you're, look, you're, the stores that you're looking at are legit. Now, there are some eBay sellers who are legit. Full Moon jerseys, they sell real jerseys. There are other sellers on eBay who don't sell real jerseys. Read the reviews, do your research, check forms. Like, just help yourself. <laughs> like, I, it's not that I don't appreciate getting links and people trying to help me and stuff, but like, I don't want to have to message 10 people back a day saying this is a fake jersey. Like, I just want people to help themselves a little bit more. <laughs> I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just, I just don't have time, I guess. Yeah, no, that's fine. You're a busy boy. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. All right. So, is yeah. it time? Time to talk about the trip? Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, so you were gone for five days? No, it's only about Four? two and a half, actually. Was it? No, it wasn't. Well, I, I've gone from here. Left I, I left here Wednesday, Wednesday, late afternoon after work. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Came back Saturday night. Four. So parts of four days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I was only in the United States for about two and a half. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I, uh... Went as far as Fredericton, the New Brunswick's capital city, on Wednesday night. Stayed there overnight at an Airbnb. Uh, nice spot. You stayed in Fredericton? I did. Why didn't you stay at Jason's? I don't know. He wouldn't have minded. I know. But I don't like to impose on, on people. He doesn't care. Yeah. And he could have taken my 60 bucks, but it was a pretty good deal I got anyway. But <clears throat> yeah, so and it actually was... Probably about a three-minute walk from Jason's house was where I oh, stayed. <laughs> Why didn't you just stay with Jason's? <laughs> well, I don't want to impose. He, he, his house is huge, and he's got lots of he's got that spare room. He does. I know care. it's a nice room too. I love the blinds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're nice blinds. <laughs> no, I I I just don't like asking. I guess I'm all right. Yeah, I'll ask for you next time. Sure. Uh, if he sets up like an Airbnb, <laughs> he's I'll, already offered. I know he has, but like I think those offers expire. <laughs> Anyway, all was good. So I met up with my cousin Glenn uh, the following morning, and we headed for the USA. And mm. uh, we arrived in Manchester, New Hampshire, late that same afternoon. Got ourselves uh, settled in the hotel, and 
went out to Walmart and loaded up with stuff that you can't get in Canada. Yeah, and, you, uh, you couldn't find any of the crunch things. I know. You wanted me. You sent me this. What are they? Oh, Bunch of Crunch. If bunch of Crunch. If you're in the United States and you, you know what Bunch of Crunch are from Walmart, like 99 cents, they come in a little cardboard box. It's like a crunch bar, but it's made into like little things. Nuggets. Nugget things, yeah. If, listen, if anyone, if anyone's willing to send me Bunch of Crunch for mail time, I think they're like 99 cents. If anyone's willing to send me that, I'll send you post-to-post merch back as a thank you. <laughs> I'll do a transaction for a bunch of crunch because you can't get them here, and I freaking love them. They're you know amazing. what else I couldn't get? I couldn't get your Mellow Yellow. And I even looked in convenience stores afterwards to see if I could see, like, Mellow Yellow, just, like, one bottle in the yeah. in the cooler. Nothing. Do they not make it anymore? I don't know. If they do make it, they don't distribute it in New England, or at least Dang. the part of New England I was in. So I don't know. I was very disappointed. I, I couldn't get that. You sent me one other thing, too, that you wanted, and I couldn't find that. Oh, the um, the peanut butter uh, ball. Yeah. Oh, what do you call them? I guess I, I think I sent you a picture of them. You did, yeah. Yeah. Those are, they're like, they come in like a little bowl, and uh, you kind of like rip the top off of it, and Skippy. Skippy. Skippy PB Bites. <laughs> they come in pretzel, graham cracker, or double peanut butter. I like the pretzel and the graham cracker ones. Yeah. You can't get those here in Canada either. No. And something else I didn't realize you couldn't get in Canada, and I would have got some. On the way home, we're driving up Interstate 95, and Glenn opens up this uh, box of Cheez-Its. And it's a box like you'd get, you know, the, the, the French onion You can't soup. get Cheez-Its in Canada? Apparently not. At least Glenn can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty mirror, sure he had in Canada. And the kind he had was uh, zesty something and uh, Parmesan cheese. And it was, they were good. Huh. And of course, we're, we've already made our last stop. We're on our way to the customs. You know, we're yeah. just about to hit the border in another hour or so. And he says, you want some Cheez-Its? And I started eating a couple. <laughs> Man, these things are good. <laughs> well, another thing I couldn't get, you know, my Haribo mints that I'm so crazy about? Yeah. The, the uh, Walmart I was in uh, for Gold Street in Manchester none on the hook you need to buy more you have like someone bought you a few bags and then you bought your own yourself some didn't you someone sent i think eight or ten bags and And i already had a couple bags i basically am down to one and a half bags you've eaten all those mints already but i have the freshest breath in town (laughs) my goodness i'm sparkly you know what i'm thinking about doing what's that driving to bangor to get denny's (laughs) you're you're sick some weekend coming up Driving to Bangor to get Denny's. Yeah. Uh, just yourself? Can I come? Sure. You want to come? Well, I'd, I'd be down for that. All right. I'd, I'd, I'd want to stop at Arby's too. Uh, Yeah, okay. Okay. We can stop at Arby's. We can even stop in Deluxe and Moncton on the way through. Man, you might have to wheel me out of the <laughs> out of the truck. How much are we allowed to bring back from... Now? Oh, this is a cool thing. Wait, is this officially changed? Like, not not yet, but... But when? Whenever they pass the law, probably by the end of November, maybe. Okay. Uh, right up until now, if you were over in the United States for less than 24 hours, in other words, if you just popped across the border for a couple of hours of shopping and came back, your first $20 was overlooked mm-hmm. and you didn't have to pay on it, but you had to pay on anything more than that. So if you got more than $20 worth of stuff, then that's $20 Canadian, which right now works out to about $16 American. Mm. You had to pay tax and duty on the rest. That number has now increased as part of the new uh, Mexico-Canada-USA free trade agreement, whatever they call it. Whatever it's called. 
It used to be called NAFTA. NAFTA. Now it's called McCafferty or something. Um, anyway, it's 150 bucks. That's stellar. That is stellar. And 150 bucks is only for the duty part, though. From what I understand, uh, if you came back with $127 worth of stuff, that's all duty-free, but you would still be charged Canadian harmonized sales tax based on the rate of your home province. Oh. In our case, it's 15%. So, th But they might just wave you through. Like, we came to the border last night about 8, 9 o'clock at night, and... Uh, there was no one, there was no lineup, there was nothing. It was just Glenn and I, we pulled up, I pulled out my Nexus card, passed my Nexus card and his passport out the window to the customs lady. Mm -hmm. And uh, in our case, we came back with hardly any stuff compared to usual. Usually we come back, we're loaded up pretty good with all kinds of decrepit radios and gadgets and stuff. This time I went down there with, uh, I came back, I had spent less than $200 US down there. Mm. So I had hardly anything uh, comparatively. Glenn had a little bit more than me, but... Uh, we each had, you know, we were up to our limit in the amount of beer we could bring back, which mm -hmm. is 24 cans, uh, or so many ounces of liquor or wine. I never bring that back, so it's only beer for me. And they, they give you a certain allotment of tobacco, which doesn't affect me in my world. I don't, not only do I not smoke, I won't even buy tobacco for other people mm -hmm. if I'm down there. I just don't like it. So we were quick coming across the border. And sometimes for them, if they're only going to collect $9 off you, <laughs> it's not worth making you pull over, go yeah. in and fill out a bunch of forms so they can collect $9 because it just costs them in human resources about $27 to get that 9 bucks out. Exactly. <laughs> so they'll often just say, oh, no, have a nice day, and they'll wave you through. Yeah. And that could happen. Mm -hmm. Nice. So what do you want to buy down there if we go? Because <clears throat> you were just there. I was just there. Um, Bangor, uh, I would just go to places that, that we didn't go to mm -hmm. in our trip to New Hampshire. I would... Uh, I'm not actually serious about wanting to go to all the way to Bangor just oh, for Denny's. What? No, no, but you, you're not serious either, are you? Oh, I'm 100% serious. You're not serious about driving 300 miles. It's going to take to go to five Denny's. and a half hours to get there. I don't care. So you just go and eat Denny's and come back? Yeah. You're, you're not well. You're not right in the head. <laughs> what do you mean? It's Denny's. Yeah, but once you get to Moncton and have Deluxe, you've had the best thing you could have anyway. No. Why go any farther? No, but Denny's like hash browns or... Out of this world. You ever, been, you ever been to Waffle House? Uh, if I have, it was a long time ago. They do hash browns like right in front of you. Like they yeah. they bring it over and it's all like little shredded potatoes and it's all, and you can get stuff on it if you want. I don't. You can get mushrooms and whatever you want on it, cheese, stuff like that. Did you see the new breakfast sandwich from Tim Hortons? No, I didn't. It's a waffle breakfast sandwich. Instead of an English muffin yeah. or a bagel, you get a waffle on no. top and bottom. No. Yeah. Not happening. I want to try it. No, no. <laughs> that would be just awful. I suppose they want to put syrup in it too, do they? Oh, I'm not sure. Have you had a McGriddle from McDonald's? Never. I will not. Why? I will. No. You don't understand. Syrup and meat don't go together. I'm going to get one right after this podcast. Good for you. <laughs> just make sure you come home after you barf. Yeah. I'm getting eight. <laughs> Deluxe was amazing, though. I sent I'm you a picture. sure it was. Whenever I go to any place, and Neil does it to me, too. There's a restaurant in Summerside now that he goes to occasionally, and he'll send me a picture of his food, and I will call him names. <laughs> and I, won't, I can't repeat the name that he called me after I sent him a picture of my Wednesday night feed at the Deluxe French Fries oh, in Elmwood Drive in Moncton. I'm pretty sure I just called you a jerk, and that was it. Oh, it's 
Usually worse than that. Maybe it was just mm. jerk. I think I was pretty nice about it. Were you? I don't know. I don't even know where. But I was wounded. Oh, I said, I just said sigh. No, it was more worse than that, wasn't it? No, I said jerk, and then I said, I went. Oh, yeah. Ah. Then you said jerk, because I, first I sent you the picture of the stuff still in the bag. Yeah. And then I sent you a picture of what was in the bag. See, I was pretty respectful. There is nothing. That, that's the most beautiful thing <laughs> on the planet. That looks good. And it was amazing. It was amazing. It, the fries are so good that I get dessert fries. Dessert fries? I don't understand this. So I get the order of fish and chips, and then I get a small fries for dessert. I leave that kind of in a that's bag. That's not dessert, though. That's just more meal. Yeah, but you eat it in a separate process. <laughs> They've sat there and steamed themselves <laughs> in the bag so they get kind of nice and soggy, and then you squirt the vinegar on What them. are you talking oh, about? They're just amazing. There's it's no like such a, thing as dessert fries. It's like a second wave. <laughs> Hashtag dessert fries. <laughs> no, no, it's no. A thing. It's a thing. Don't put hashtag dessert fries. I want it trending. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this is a hockey podcast, so. Yeah. We uh, it was a great trip. Uh, we did our thing. We The weather was not the best. It rained a lot. It rained hard on the way down. It rained a lot here, too. It made visibility on the interstate quite difficult. You get up beside some great big 18-wheeler, and the stuff is flying off, and you can't really see very far yeah. ahead, so. We uh, took our time and we were quite careful tiptoeing around, uh, but it was a, a really good, uh, a really good trip, and can't wait to do it next time. Cool. Yeah, met some cool folks that we'd I've known for years, but the same crowd goes down there mm. every year, and you see the same faces, and you see some new faces, and you meet some uh, interesting folks. So it's a lot of fun. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up here if you don't mind. No problem. Uh, it's five o'clock, and <clears throat> the sun goes down in like twenty minutes, and I need to go wash dirt off the truck. So. Um, we'll wrap it up. So thanks guys for watching or listening. Uh, I really appreciate it. Sorry we didn't have uh, as much as much hockey content as I planned. I got through my stuff pretty quick there. Mm -hmm. um, but we should be filming some videos, I think Wednesday night. I think we're doing five or six videos. So um, <laughs> you'll see some content uh, coming out probably in the later half of this coming week on both channels. I think there's a... No. Uh, actually, there's going to be a, two more post-to-post -post videos coming out in the first half of this week. So the first half of this week, second channel, last half of the week, main channel. So you say two more post to post. You're not saying two more post to post. You're saying two more post to post. Two more post to post videos. Right. Okay, cool. And at least one post to post video coming out in the beginning of this week. In the second half of this week, probably three post to post videos. Mm -hmm. Well, that's pretty good production for a guy who's uh, working 12 hour days. Yeah, not, not too bad, I guess. But mm -hmm. Anyways, so thanks guys for watching. I appreciate it. If you could hit the subscribe button, that would be awesome. Leave us a like. Uh, make sure you comment down below. Tell us how you're enjoying hockey. Um, are you watching it on your laptop, on your phone? Are you watching multiple games at a time? How deep into the season are you? Let us know. I'm curious how you're enjoying the season so far. So um, thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you in the next podcast, which will be podcast number 47 next Sunday. Everyone, I hope everyone's having a good uh, weekend. Adios.